0: Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1874. This week we've been celebrating the Quail, a motorsports gathering that takes place on Friday, August 13th at the Quail Lodge and Golf Course in Carmel Valley, California. To learn more, go to peninsula.com. We'll see you at the Quail.
1: This is Cars Yeah
0: where else would I be at the beginning of Car Week here with a very special guest by the name of Brent Waldman? Brent, welcome to Cars Yad. You have it in gear, and are you ready to release the clutch?
1: I sure am. Thank you, Mark.
0: You're welcome. We're going to have some fun today. Now, I'm rounding out my week talking with a lot of people involved with the quail, a motorsports gathering. It's one of my favorite events during Car Week. I've been going to them since the very first one. Absolutely spectacular. Before I give you a proper introduction, what's one little thing that most people may not know about you, Brent?
1: I would say that uh, most people don't know that I'm a certified mediator and a gentleman farmer.
0: Cool. I know I'm going to mention some of that in your intro. I know that your primary business in the real estate industry, right? Investments. That is correct, Mark. Certainly, when it comes to the real estate world and any kinds of transaction, sometimes things go a little upside down, inside out. So, being a certified mediator to help people through resolutions, you're the knight in shining armor.
1: I, I try and be, and, and the purpose in that is to really listen to the disputes and find resolutions as quickly as I can.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, with what we've been through the last 18 months with this pandemic and how it's affected real estate, I know a lot of people with investment property where they have tenants and tenants haven't been able to pay rents. And I'm just, oh my gosh, I have a feeling maybe you've been a little
1: busy. It's been very busy and I think we're just warming up.
0: Uh, That's right, because uh, of what's going on right now with all of a sudden, everybody's got to start paying rent again if they're renting. And uh, maybe some people can't. Uh, Well, I sure hope this gets resolved, but I'm glad there's people like you around to help people uh, because uh, things can get pretty sticky pretty fast in that world. Well, let's stick to cars today and have some fun. Allow me to give you a proper introduction. And we're going to talk about some fun things other than mitigation in real estate disputes. Brent Waldman is the president of BRW. W. Monterey, a real estate investment company. And as he said, he's also a certified mediator specializing in the resolution of real estate and business disputes. He's an automotive enthusiast who loves to bring back old cars via extreme detailing. You sound like my kind of guy with a focus on Mercedes-Benz and Porsche marks. He also has a small gentleman's farm that he mentioned where he raises Guatemalan avocados, love avocados, Uh, Catura Rojo. Couture Rojo, very cool. Geisha Coffee Trees, another favorite of mine. I'm the, from the Pacific Northwest. We drink a little coffee up here. And uh, Saffron Crocus sativus. Am I saying that right, sativus? that That's correct. Oh, cool. Well, Saffron, another great thing to cook with, right?
1: Absolutely.
0: He's a regular at the Quail and hosts some legendary Car Week guests. Some of those have included Umberto Barretta, Andre Michelin, and Sergio Pininfarina. Uh, joining his uh, at the Quail this year, his guests will be a Dieseldorf Cafe from Guatemala, Pacto Helmets, Danello, who made helmets for Ford versus Ferrari, and Wolves Whiskey. Your parties sound like the kind of parties to be at. <laughs> Most definitely. We'll be back in just a minute, but first a word from our valued sponsors. So keep the seatbelts on. We're wrapped up quail week here in preparation for pebble beach car week so here we go one of your vehicle's interior surfaces that gets a lot of abuse is your dashboard the sun beats down and those damaging uv rays cause massive heat cycles resulting in color changes and sometimes cracks My friends at Covercraft have a great solution for you and for me. Their custom tailored dash mats protect your dash from heat buildup while providing a stylus solution. You can choose from a variety of styles and colors including carpet, suede mat, that's the one I have for my vehicles, Carhartt limited edition velour mats, and the ultimat for trucks and SUVs. Another great benefit of your Covercraft dash mat is that it eliminates the harsh glare the sun produces from your dash to the inside of your windshield – which can make driving a hazard. Covercraft's Dashmat Design Center is located in Arizona, where they know about harsh sun. I've got a special deal for you. If you use the code ya 21 Y-E-A-H-21 at Covercraft.com, you'll get 10% off your Covercraft order. That's right, 10% off. Just use the code YAH21 at checkout. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. When it was time to renew my collector car policy, my carrier raised my rates. By a lot. But why? My usage was the same. My car's value was the same. And I had never made a claim. I didn't even have a ticket. The only change was their rate, and they had no reason why. What's with that? I researched my options, I spoke to others, and with American Collectors Insurance is where I now have my policy. What a difference! A live person actually answers the phone. She spent time learning about me and my Porsche Turbo, the one I call my Orange Crush, and provided a reasonable quote American Collectors Insurance now protects my special ride. I'm saving hundreds of dollars and I can sleep at night knowing my baby is properly insured. Why wait until your next premium is due? Give them a call today for your personal agreed value quote. Call 866-AC1-YEAH. That's 866-224-9324. Tell them you're a friend of mine. Mark Green at Cars Yeah. American Collectors Insurance. Classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. Automotive enthusiasts just like you and me. That's American Collectors Insurance. All right, Brent, we're back. So let's dive a little deeper into the corner. I want to talk about your involvement with the quail. But let's first talk about these uh, get-togethers that you host because you have some really cool people at these events. What are they all
1: about? I'm pretty guilty of having a lot of passion during car week. So (laughs) I regularly get a call from someone out of town uh, using uh, Umberto Barrette as an example. I get a call in Italian from the factory They want to know if I can help their boss have a great time at Pebble Beach with his 550 Spider. (laughs)
0: Yeah, nice.
1: Hard to pass that up.
0: Yeah, no kidding.
1: What can I do? What can I do to help? And uh, he he was an amazing guest. His staff and assistant wanted an assurance from me that if the car goes to Pebble, that he would win. (laughs) And I said, well, look, uh, (laughs) (laughs) I, I, I have nothing to do with that, but I can tell you, we did win. We won the year he came with the 550 Spider. Nice. Amazing experience. He thought I had some kind of pull, and I assured him his 550 Spider was special.
0: Yeah, yeah. What year, uh, what year did his car get displayed there on the lawn? Well,
1: I think it's been at least five or six years. Okay. Um, actually, I don't remember the exact year, but his car is special because it's the first Porsche that ever had a factory wing. And it's raced at Ah, the... um, Yes,
0: yes, I know that car. you know the car? I do, and I saw that on the lawn, yeah.
1: And he took a win, and it was such a special day for him.
0: Yeah, well, you got the magic touch, but yeah, definitely you don't want to be called guilty of, oh yeah, I can get you a winner at Pebble because your phone would be ringing off the hook. Yeah. And also I'd like to know the lottery numbers too, by the way. So, because uh, Brent, you know, he, he has this magical touch. That's pretty funny that they asked that. So you will host people that are coming into town and it sounds like you've had some wonderful people and you've got some really special people coming in this year as well, right?
1: I, I sure do. These are folks I met in 2019. I was invited to Costa Rica for what they call their, it's essentially a convention of all classic and vintage cars and motorcycles for all of Latin America. Wow. It only happens every five years. And uh, Danilo Coto Cruz, who is the um, craftsman at Pacto, invited me down. It, It was a special week. They know I like Porsches. They take me to one of the members of the club. He says, pick out one of the porches you'd like to drive on the rally. I couldn't believe that. Oh, gosh. I drove a 74 911 2.7 liter Ooh. and then had a great week down there looking at cars and meeting wonderful people in Costa Rica, uh, which is how I met the folks from Guatemala at Wieseldorf Cafe. Uh, obviously, Dan was my host. His vintage driving gear is just amazing. And then my friend called and said, I'm going to be marketing Wolf's whiskey. And I immediately said, oh, you have got to meet the folks at Quail. This is a perfect fit. Oh, yeah. So those are my three guests this year for the Quail. They'll be serving coffee and pouring one of America's finest whiskeys.
0: Wow. Oh, my gosh. You're my new best friend, Brent. I think I'm going to start hanging out with you. You know, all the cool people. I didn't know that kind of event happened in Costa Rica. That's pretty interesting. Uh, Sounds like a really fun event to go to. And you mentioned one of the things that the quail does, in addition to so many wonderful things, is this rally. And you're going to be driving in the rally this year. Is
1: that right? That's correct. I've been dreaming about that rally for years. And it's a small event. And the folks at quail were kind enough last week to invite me. And it took about a second to say, absolutely, (laughs) I'd like to go. Yeah, no kidding. I'm very much looking forward to that. And my understanding is there'll be about 50 cars with pilots and co-pilots. Danilo Coto Cruz, being my guest from Costa Rica, will be my co-pilot this year.
0: Nice. Now, what are you going to be driving?
1: Day one, we'll be driving a 1963 356 uh, B Coupe. Nice. It's a car that landed in my lap about four or five years ago when a friend called and said, there's a cute little Porsche in this garage, and this gentleman had passed away. Well, it ended up that this car was delivered new right here in Monterey uh, at what used to be called Wester Porsche, and it's completely 100% original. Oh, my Including gosh. He put seat covers, sheepskin seat covers on the car the day he purchased it, and they have been on there since. So the seats are literally brand new, and they've never been sat in.
0: Oh my gosh. That's incredible. Uh, so fun. Now they also have a day two of rallies, right? This isn't just one day of driving fun.
1: That's correct. On day two, I'll be driving a Ducktail Carrera. It's um Grand Prix white. It's an all original car. I've had it my entire life. And again, I'm very excited to be able to drive that car in the quail event day two.
0: Oh my gosh. I'm so jealous. This sounds like so much fun. These rallies are so great. You know, the Pebble Beach, of course, they have their tour every year. And in 2019, I finally got to ride on that tour and uh, got to ride a 1913 Rolls Royce that past guest Stephen Plaster owned. And it was pretty phenomenal. I'd never been in a car that, well, I had been in one car that old. I actually got to go on a tour in a 1907 Indy Racer uh, during the Ironstone Concorde. That was, quite frightening actually. (laughs) I think the whole day I thought I was going to die, but, uh, but it was sure fun. But the Rolls Royce was a little more, uh, reserved, I guess, if you will, but to be able to do a a tour in my favorite, Mark, the Porsche and go from the 356 to a Carrera, uh, you're going to have a wonderful time. Uh, sounds absolutely fantastic. Let's talk a little bit more about your past involvement with the quail. Now you live so close. You can pretty much walk to the event, right?
1: That's correct. In the early days of Quail, we would um I live on the Carmel River and we would walk down our path, cross the river, and we'd be up on the lawn. That's when quail started out very small. Now it's a a much larger event and high security and just a, a lovely event.
0: So tell me about uh some of the past quails. Have you have you ever had a car on the lawn there?
1: I sure have. I think the first time I brought a car to Quail was in two thousand and four. Mm-hmm. I had a 1974 Titan MK7, I believe was the number, with an Alpha Sudge motor. And I entered that car in post-war racing. So it's a Formula B car. It was painted in the um, Danny Sullivan Miller Brewing colors. Mm -hmm. I have to admit that I'd pull it out of my barn once in a while. (laughs) look for traffic and drive it around my neighborhood
0: (laughs) it sounds like fun (laughs) for sure have you ever raced that car
1: i intended to race it but i could not fit in the car my uh, middle son then started to run that car but the car was too small we're we're both well over six feet Ah, and it was a very tough car for us to get into
0: yeah, that's the problem with race cars. You know, I'm not a tall guy, so I always say, well, I can fit in any race car. Uh That's one advantage of not being over six feet tall. I had a friend long ago who had a, a Shelby Cobra, and he was a tall, tall guy, and they ended up cutting the car in half and stretching it so he could drive it because he just, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's pretty extreme when you do something like that, but he wanted to race that car, and he did. He was a very, very good driver in that that sense. What are some of the things about the quail that, Really enamor you that that for you being a guy who's lived in the area, attended many many car weeks, all the different events. What is it about the Quail that's really special for you?
1: I think in the name itself, the gathering, the Quail Motorsports Gathering, makes it so much different from all the other events in the world because that's really what it is. It's a it's a time for you to be here, Mark, and the other guests from all over the world. Uh, it's a casual day for all of us to share our passion for motorsport, and, and there's. Far less judging than there is at a typical concourse that can be very stressful, as you know.
0: Yeah, for sure. Plus, they have an awful lot of unique, very nice things to offer. Your ticket is pretty much all-inclusive, right?
1: That's correct. And and that is one of my favorite things with bringing guests. Um, in fact, this year, as I said, with my guests coming up from Costa Rica and Guatemala, trying to explain the, the inclusivity of the event, that they're pouring Wolf's whiskey, that There's cigars. Food is fantastic. They bring in some of the best chefs of the world. It's so entertaining. It's a wonderful place to share a meal with other folks that love motorsports. I don't think any other event matches the caliber of what they have achieved.
0: No, it's so unique. And, you know, they they limit the ticket sales, so that keeps the crowds down. And from the moment you walk in and they hand you a glass of champagne in the morning, uh, as you said, there's all these different food. I wouldn't even call them vendors. They're chefs that are there preparing. I think there's five food tents, something like that. All different kinds of food. Uh, There's uh, oyster bars, caviar bars, gelato, coffee, whiskey, as you say, uh, cigars. It's just absolutely wonderful. And the thing I love about it is you feel so relaxed. And there's places to actually sit down. A lot of events you go to, there's never anywhere to even sit except on the ground. Uh, And it's just delightful. And you don't feel... Rushed. Uh, I always go early in the morning and I stay to the bitter end to almost the last car drives off the lawn because I don't want to have to deal with the traffic because you've got all those other events happening on the peninsula and trafficking bad. I just go, you know what? I'm going to just stay here. And uh, enjoy this and, and the people. I really think it's probably one of the less stressful events from beginning to end. And I say that because people go, How can these events be stressful, Mark? But yeah, there, there are, because there's elements about them, especially when it comes to crowds and so forth. Are there any things that you're really looking forward to that this year's Quail that you've learned about?
1: Well, one of the things that touches on what you just mentioned is in the last couple of years, Quail now does what they call the after party. And I think it's on one of the fairways. And usually you haven't had enough by four o'clock. So now (laughs) you can stick around and have another round of food and a drink and, and just stroll back through what happened during the day. And this is after the award ceremony. I think that's beautiful.
0: It is. It's just, you know, they've really thought the whole thing through. And of course, you've got Bonhams there with their wonderful auction that you can walk over to and enjoy the cars. Uh, I had um, Jacob Greeson on the show this week on Tuesday talking about the incredible cars. Over 100 cars are going to be auctioning off. And Bonhams was one of those auction houses that has the best of the best. I mean, it's really everything is there. It almost be worth fly- be worth flying into Monterey just for that day <laughs> and then going home. But of course, we've got other events out at the track. Laguna Seca, of course, Pebble Beach, and all the different things uh, that begin on Tuesday of next week, uh, starting on the tenth, uh, I believe it is, with the uh, Concord and the avenue that's going to happen. I mean, it's just ah, uh, it's so wonderful. It's absolutely wonderful. Uh, um, let's take a little short break. Actually, before we take a short break, I'm going to ask you this. I always like to ask my guests if there was a influential person in their lives, some kind of a key mentor, someone that really helped you, guided you in your career. You've been doing what you've been doing for a long time, very, very successful, but around every successful person is usually somebody that's been very influential. Was there someone like that in your life?
1: Well, there've been several people, but I I think I want to go back to the motorsports for a minute. I I met Patrick Long, a factory Porsche driver years ago. And the reason why he's inspirational to me is he's one of the smoothest drivers always in the field. And he always drives his car in a way to preserve that car because these cars he drives are amazing. So what I can say is that moving that into the real estate business is preservation of assets and getting to the finish line. And, and I really like Patrick Long.
0: You know, I really love the way you uh, you work that into that. that. That's absolutely wonderful. Patrick's been a guest here on cars. Yeah, to me, Patrick is like the current age Hurley Haywood. Uh, you think of Hurley Haywood's career and how he was able to bring a car home. Uh, endurance racing, love endurance racing, and I've had many endurance racers, including the most winning Lama endurance racer of all time. Uh, but Patrick is just—he's kind of this cool guy when you meet him. He's so—I don't know if laid back is right, but he's very. Cool, level-headed, and you see why he's such a great factory driver for Porsche uh, and the fact that they have him on board uh, to bring his cars home, as you say. But I like your analogy with business, too. Uh, it's not so much a sprint. It's a marathon, and we've got to always be around the next day, right?
1: Absolutely. Yeah,
0: great. I love it. Patrick Longwood a great guy. And, of course, his wonderful Luftiglitz events, which uh, he's going to be having his this year coming up in Indianapolis which will be pretty darn cool. So I'll be doing something with, with Patrick uh, in the coming months and with uh, actually Portia uh, with a week's worth of guests to uh, celebrate that event as well. So uh, you listeners, stay tuned for that. We'll take a short break. We come back. I want to talk a little bit about maybe a challenge you face because these are things that others can learn from. So keep that thought in mind and uh, raise another glass to the quail. We'll be right back. I've discovered Linkage. It's a new quarterly publication and website What began as a charitable car show has grown into the world's greatest collector car auctions, raising over $133 million for charitable organizations to date. For nearly 50 years, automotive enthusiasts from all over the world have enjoyed the Barrett Jackson collector car auctions, and I'm a huge fan. Regarded as the barometer of the collector car industry, their auctions are world-class lifestyle events where thousands of the world's most sought-after unique and valuable automobiles cross the block in front of a global audience, in person, on TV, or streamed online. Barrett-Jackson produces the world's greatest collector car auctions in Scottsdale, Arizona, Palm Beach, Florida, Las Vegas, Nevada, and, new for 2021, Houston, Texas. The excitement of Barrett-Jackson auctions is contagious, and a unique experience is not to be missed. Barrett Jackson, the world's greatest collector car auctions. All right, so let's talk about this, Brent. Now, this could be something in your personal life, your business life, something having to do with cars. It doesn't really matter, but it's more about a big obstacle, big challenge, maybe even a big failure, and how you worked through it, and what was the positive lesson learned so you could come out in a good way on the other end?
1: Well, I think in the real estate development business, you expect hurdles every step of the way. It's a business that... I think we really tried to find the need to fill it. But then you always have the obstacles of uh, planning commission, cities, counties, neighborhoods um, that consistently want to not just stop whatever you do. We don't want you here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think what I what I've learned through that is that going back to the, the mediation concept, which is kind of how I became interested in mediation is um, someone said during the class one time, you have two ears and one mouse. Use them wisely. Yeah, and listening at these meetings, you you learn how to uh, avoid or or get through the obstacles. That's probably been the biggest challenge of my career.
0: You know, it's really well said. Uh, Listening more than you speak, Uh, observing more than you speak, two eyes, one mouth, two ears, one mouth. (laughs) Exactly right. (laughs) Yeah, is uh, sometimes it's best to be quiet and listen. And uh, you'll pick up on those things that uh, the neighborhood or uh, government or all the obstacles. As you say, my father worked as an architect. I heard about all those challenges. He was a developer for a while as well. My wife was a civil engineer uh, trying to develop projects. And it seemed like every time they turn around, the city would want to stop them uh, or cause a problem or put something in their way. And it's just, oh, gosh, you wonder how anything ever gets built, especially in a uh, states like yours and the state I'm in that are very bureaucratically challenged. Let's just put it that way, right?
1: That's absolutely correct.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, uh, you have to have what they call the patience of Job, I think to, uh, work in the industry that you work in. I get asked often in the, I live in a golf course community to be on the homeowner's board and I'm like, no, thank you. That's a thankless job. I do not want, I don't, I don't think I have the patience that you or my wife have to, uh, to listen uh, and observe more than I speak, I think I would just go off the rails at first meeting. So uh, I'm better doing what I'm doing now, listening to car people talk about what they're doing. I'd love for you to talk about a special vehicle in your life. Sounds like you've had some really cool cars. You have some very cool cars. Is there one that really stands out for you?
1: I think that would have to be the Ducktail Carrera. My two sons said to me one day on Father's Day, you know, Dad, you have... You have dead guy cars. That's what Jerry Seinfeld talks about.
0: Dead guy you, cars. You have dead guy
1: cars. <laughs> because, and I don't know if you've ever heard Jerry talk about that, but what he says is that there's certain cars in this world that you can only acquire them if the person dies. Mm-hmm. And I have several dead guy cars. The 356 is a dead guy car. Uh, he was a very famous ice skater. And then several of my older vintage Mercedes-Benz were delivered new in Monterey. And I was able to acquire them as people knew I liked these old cars and they would call and offer them to me. So I think Jerry's right. There's just certain cars that are dead guy cars.
0: I believe I have heard him talk about that. Yeah, but dead guy cars sounds a little creepy, but... You know, we're we're only caretakers. Some days, Someday our cars will go to somebody who will say, this is a dead guy's car. So yeah, there you go. Uh, in the meantime, we'll just have fun with them. I'm going to crawl into your head a little bit here, Brent, and be your psychologist, okay? Sounds good. All right. If you were manifest as a vehicle, that is not the car you want to be, but you actually woke up as a vehicle in the garage. And maybe I should ask your sons this question. What kind of car would you <laughs> be and why?
1: Well... I think I'd probably be a Mercedes-Benz W123 wagon. Uh, I have a few of those. And what I love about those cars is they're very reliable. They carry heavy load. They're very durable. You can seat five in comfort. Um, and it reminds me of Doc in the film Cars. It just It's a proper car to get around town and enjoy. I have a tow hitch on it. You frequently see that car towing a Porsche or another Mercedes wagon behind it. And even though I have these other interesting cars, I think that in in the 80s, Mercedes-Benz made one of the early station wagons, and they're still running. Yeah. Uh, One of my friends has one with a million miles on it, another guy, 600,000 miles. Oh, my gosh. I really identify with that car.
0: They are wonderful cars. I've had several guests on the show who specialize in those. Do you know J.G. Francis? I sure do. Uh, I got to spend a day at his facility. Uh, now he's up here in the Pacific Northwest on Orcas Island, but he had, a, or may still have it, but he had a facility down in Los Angeles. And but those cars are just stellar. They remind me of my youth. Uh, a lot of my friends' parents had those cars back. Uh, I think they what the the W 123s were like seventy six to eighty six. Wasn't there like a ten year run?
1: Those things. Let's see, seventy eight, seventy nine. Is I think when they first came out, I have an 82, an 83, and an 84.
0: They're, they're not only beautiful, but they're just workhorses, as you say. They'll, if you take care of them, they just go and go and go and go. And they made those both in diesel and gas. Is that right?
1: In the U.S., it was mainly diesel. But yes, in gas and diesel, uh, most of the cars from Europe were gas
0: legacy cars i always um remember i had a detailing business when i was young and i had several customers with those cars i do remember they were a little challenging to detail because there's lots of trim and edges and things you know (laughs) i mean with all that chrome trim that goes around them and everything and they were a little bit of a challenge to wax i remember that they sure are beautiful i like to ask my guests if they would like to share a great book that they've enjoyed in the past is there one of those on your shelf you could share with us today
1: you know, I read a book in college, Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance, mm-hmm. and that thats to this day is one of my favorite books about kind of finding your way in values.
0: Oh, yeah. It's a wonderful book. My son gave me that book, and it wasn't what I thought it was. when I, I had to re-read the, reread the first two chapters, and so I went, what is going on here? I thought it was going to be something completely different, a very philosophical book.
1: Well, and actually, that was where I first read it. It was designed in a philosophy class in college yeah and and so you're right you open the book and start to read it and you're caught by the title and then you read the book and something doesn't seem to match but in the end it does
0: yeah exactly uh it's a great book and uh sits on my shelf in fact i need to pull that down it's been many years since i read it i need to pull it down and read it again because i thought it was really great but i really it 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 required me to actually work a little bit to read that book. And again, I think on my mindset was it was going to be something different. I kept saying, when is this going to change? And and then it, you finally realize at the end, okay, this is what it's really about. So wonderful recommendation there. had many guests recommend that book. I'll make sure I put that on Brent's show notes page on the car Show website where you can go and click on it. I've made it very easy for you to get your hands on it. Definitely should be on every car person's shelf. We're going to take one more short break. We come back. We're going to go on the ultimate drive. And for a guy who's been on many, Ultimate drives. This might be a challenge for you, but we'll see. So sit tight. We'll be right back. Today's vehicles are essentially computers on wheels, and it takes more than a wrench and oil to keep them humming. That's why CarsYas yeah supports Tech Force Foundation, a nonprofit dedicated to driving tomorrow's workforce of skilled technicians forward. Techs keep our cars, trucks, airplanes, and fleets rolling. Yet there's a massive tech shortage because many young people don't know it's no longer a blue-collar job. Today, it's a new-collar career. It involves computers, technology, it's in high demand, you get paid really well, and you can live and work anywhere in the country. I know you're passionate about cars, trucks, and motorcycles, and you can help pass that passion on to the next generation of techs so our rides keep rolling down the road. Visit techforce.org today and learn how. All right, we're back. Brent, the ultimate drive. I have a magic scepter, which allows me to enable you to pick any car in the world and to be with anyone in the world, somebody living or someone who's passed, and you can be driving anywhere in the world. So what does this ultimate drive or rally look like for you?
1: Well, I, I think it would be a tough call between my Ducktail Carrera and I, I would love to get behind the wheel of a Porsche 918 Spyder. Ooh. It's kind of old school versus new school. Yeah. And, and I would I would really like to take a 918 Spyder out if yeah. Porsche's listening.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Porsche, I'll give you Brent's address at the end of the show. And who would you be
1: with? I'd probably be with my wife. She's. She loves cars. She drives a SL500 AMG Mercedes. She drives a lot faster than I do. She doesn't get as many <laughs> tickets as I do. Uh, so it would have to be my wife. She's a lot of fun to travel with.
0: That sounds nice. Now, if you could travel anywhere in the world, let's put you in that 918 Spyder. That sounds kind of fun today.
1: Where would you and your wife be? Well, I, I had an opportunity to go to Italy and then over to Monaco. Mm. I had hosted a, a husband and wife that were doing a world tour in their 911. And when they got to the U.S., I reached out to them in New York and said, if you don't know where you're going, I'd like to give you a path of travel. They ended up in Carmel, and they have extended invitation for us to stay with them in Italy and, and travel uh, in, in his Porsche 911. Wow. So that that's something I think I would like to do.
0: Well, very cool. Uh, That that would sound like a wonderful trip for sure. I'll call Porsche as soon as we're off the phone here and have them ship that 918 over there for you uh, and let you know when that arrives so you can go have fun on that drive.
1: (laughs) Chief Car Week would work for them.
0: Oh, okay. I'll give him a call. Yeah, I'll do that right away. Thank you, Mark. You're welcome. You have taken us on a wonderful ride today here. You know, the quail coming up in just a week here, is going to be so spectacular this year. And the best part of it, I believe, for all of us, is going to be seeing old friends. So uh, that's going to be very, very very cool. Before I let you go, though, Brent, would you share maybe some parting words of wisdom or advice for our listeners?
1: I would love that. Uh, and you're going to see this on the coffee at Quail. Okay. But I was asked to think about what Quail means. And this is kind of what I came up with. No matter what your favorite classic mark may be, what unites us all is that overwhelming joy of sharing our passion for motorsports and the glorious exuberance of an open road.
0: Ah, that sounds like the quail to me. Yeah. Well, I'll make sure that um, I put that on the show notes page for Brent for those of you listening. And if you're fortunate enough to have a ticket to the quail, enjoy that cup of coffee. Walk up and say hello to Brent and all the wonderful guests I've had on the show this week who are associated with the quail. They're all going to be there. It's going to be spectacular. Can't wait. Uh, Brent, thank you for uh, spending some time with me today. I also want to do a shout out to uh, my friends at Con Media, Noah Thanos and Heather Buchanan. They bring me some wonderful guests, including Brent. Make sure if you can't make it this year that you uh, sign up to try to get tickets for next year. This year's event, of course, Friday, August 13th, the Quail Lodge and Golf Course, one of the best events on the Monterey Peninsula during Car Week by far. Brent, thanks for being so generous today with your time and your expertise. I'll get you, let you get back to polishing your cars getting ready for that wonderful rally until you and i talk again i'll see you at the quail a motorsports gathering
1: thank you very much mark i had a great time with you this was fun
0: thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at cars yeah drive on over to CarsYa.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun download your free copy of filler up